0: We try to play with great pace. We try to play with great pace. We ran a lot of pick and roll, pick and pop uh, type actions. Oh, you'll see us play. Some people look at the guy next to him and say, what the hell was that shot? The hell, I could have been Gronk before Gronk was Gronk.
1: Welcome back to another edition of Coronations of Bangarangs and Daggers. I am your host, Patrick Gearhart, and with me in another county... Is Nate McHugh? Nate, we have Nebraska ball news to talk about.
0: Thank goodness! I, I, um, I am
1: very happy
0: that that the very last minute the uh, Nebraska athletic department announced that there would be a, um, a live stream of the basketball game. Uh, so I thought maybe someone will get to watch it at least because I was on the road back from Okoboji and. Thankfully, even or I'm even more thankful that they I was actually able to watch it
1: after the fact. So, um, so to back up a little bit for those listeners who aren't up to date on what's going on, uh, Nebraska played in Italy today. They played a team called Stella Azura. Uh, they won eighty-seven to fifty-six. Uh, so it's it was not originally supposed to be live streamed, but it ended up being innate. Nate. You got to see it. Oh yeah,
0: and it was great basketball I mean, you know I mean it was um two fine you know two fine tuned teams who have obviously spent a lot of time together and uh you know they look like they're ready to win um you
1: know an NIT game
0: you know one or two so no, they it,
1: it was uh really I, according to Twitter, it was the exact opposite <laughs> <laughs>
0: yeah. yeah it was it, it I mean. It was it was kind of rough. It was a little bit. It was, you know, people said, "Okay." I thought, you know, people said, "Oh, it looks like they've never played together." Well, that's true. I also thought they just looked rusty as a basketball team. And, um, you know, I think a, the whole getting on a plane and the was it six or eight hour time difference. I think has a big, you know, when you see someone miss a layup, like really early in the game, and you know they would normally make it. That's usually just rust. I don't think it's nerves because, you know, it looks like they're playing like a high school academy type of deal. Uh, so, I, you know, I don't know what you're going to get from it, but I watched it. And at least, you know, since you and I got banned from Pratt, not banned, but, you know, we didn't get to go to practice. So it was kind of fun to watch, you know, a little
1: bit. So what – it was live streamed. What was uh, what was the service it was on? Do you know? Do you remember?
0: Well, you know, if I, you know, if you give me a second, no, it uh, it was free. All I had to do was sign up, and then I could play it. It's called Play Site. One word, P L A Y.
1: So anybody, so, so they've got some future games coming up, which we'll hit in a minute. But we we can go to this site to watch them. Hopefully, from here on out, correct? I hope so. I think that'd be great. And just just to give you a, a quick rundown, uh, in terms there wasn't a whole lot of stats. There weren't really any stats outside of scoring done. Gervais uh, Green led Nebraska with 15 points. Kevin Cross, the one of the few guys who we can actually you know correctly pronounce his name, uh, scored 13. Uh, Deshaun Burke had 11, and everybody, all 12 guys who suited up scored, which is huge. Um, so everybody, everybody touched the ball, and everybody got a. Got to text their parents afterwards saying that they uh, they got a score on the team. So a uh, few guys did not make the trip to Italy. Uh, uh, Mac and Arap. Uh, Mac, because of an undisclosed illness that he had. I think he's been in the hospital for a few days. And Arap, because he had some paperwork issues, I guess, uh, in terms of traveling uh, you know, to Italy. So I'd be interested to find out what happened there. And then, oh, man, the, the French guy. I or, on. I'll just say Dra- on. <laughs> Drago as you like to call him. Um yep, Drago. he's playing with France for the FIBA Under 18 European Championship. There you go. Yeah, uh, his team was so went he, six he was busy one, in so. France playing, so it's, that's huge. That's yeah. huge. And also um but, but, well, one guy Walker uh who transferred from Tennessee this past year, uh, he is with the team but he team in Italy, but he's got some injuries that are bugging him so he didn't play either, but Uh, Outside of that, everybody played. Everybody played well, as you said. It was it was rough to watch. You know, hopefully they can over these next few days not just get to see some sights, not just get to eat a lot of pasta and other Italian dishes. Hopefully not drink a whole lot of wine. If anything, hopefully they're keeping that away from them. But you know, they they have three more games. The next one is Wednesday, August sixth. They're going to play. BC, I guess that means basketball club, from, and that's a team from Lithuania. That's 1 p.m. this Wednesday. Uh, followed by this Thursday, August 7th, they will play Salute BC again one more time at 11 a.m. Central Time in Italy. And then they've got a few days off in between, uh, and they play their final game on Monday, August 12th. They play Italian Select at noon Central Standard Time. And hopefully this service that they used for the past game will also be... of. Of use for us all to watch because there's only so much we're getting out of the media and there's like i stated there there was no real stats for this past game so we have no idea what what shooting percentage where on the court defense all that stuff unless somebody has and they're going to let it out later but you know it would be nice to at least i, I want to at least watch one game uh you know i had a couple meetings today i couldn't watch anything but i think they announced what Half hour before tip off that this was actually going to be streamed when they originally said that that had fallen through. Correct, Nate?
0: Yeah, it was right before the game. Even some of the media members like, oh, well, looks like we're going to get, you know, was it you know they were taken off you know off guard a little bit too, and uh, they kept unknown the score and I'm not entirely sure. You know, I never saw a scoreboard and maybe there was a different feed, um, but. Maybe they had oh, – maybe the Omaha World Herald had somebody there. Do you think they sent someone to Italy?
1: I I, I doubt don't it. think so, considering they've been cutting people left and right. you think so, yeah. Uh, you know, maybe somebody snuck on the team charter flight there. I You know, I don't think the Journal Star would have sent somebody either. Yeah, I don't think so either. You know, I, I don't – my guess is that, that, that probably Seamus or whoever, you know, with him, the SID for Nebraska – probably was sending them information as he was getting it hopefully or had somebody you know dishing them information as time went on so it was it was lucky for all of us that they ended up with a live stream
0: yeah i think part of it might have been i since i was driving home i you know we get some of the statements from the athletic department and maybe that was part of it because you know i saw the tweets and then maybe those weren't in in real time so I i don't know but yeah, it was it was fun to watch. I mean, I I'm glad we got to see it, so I appreciate that. There was no, I think um the original stream that they wanted was going to have, I think a play-by-play guy or you know, or woman, sorry. And uh this at least what I watched didn't have anything. It was just a mic and a camera. And that was fine to me.
1: I was uh, I was perfectly expecting, you know, a periscope stream. Yeah, it was kind on, of like that. <laughs> it really was. You know, I remember. See, God, where did they go? Did they go to France a few years ago? They went somewhere and played with Miles, and it. I think it was like a Periscope stream because I remember watching it for a while. And maybe I can't remember, but yeah, I I, know, did, I
0: did. I something. missed that one.
1: Somebody's gonna. I mean, it's we were gonna watch it one way or the other. So hopefully, I'm luckily. Luckily, they had at least a semi-professional group, or I should say semi-professional apparatus. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> I, I'm it, not so. sure. No, but it, it's a start. It, you know, this team's only been de- playing together for what, 10, 12 practices? Yes. Uh, They got a ways to go. They got a ways to go, but it sounded like they were shooting a lot. They were scoring a lot, as we as we see from the the one stats we have for the for the final score, and I guess they were creating a lot of turnovers, which is good to hear.
0: Yeah, I saw there's there's a lot of high pressure, um, on you know mainly in like the, the um, not the full court, but kind of the three quarter court, and I don't know if that's a design or if it's just the guys thought. Oh, by the way, you know, because sometimes you're you're like, oh, we could get up in these guys, and so they got up in them. Uh, yeah and i'm we'll find out if that's because if you don't have the size which they don't, and they went right after thor uh the the Italian team did right at right at him, and like the second or third possession, he was guarding the post player, and that's the beginning of the possession. there wasn't even a a ball screen or anything. they went right at him and they scored um they got they they either went away from that or made it. The defense switched up but uh you we're gonna give up size all year long and so high pressure is gonna be maybe the you know the attempt to be a solution at that to get more possessions
1: uh so that, yeah, it was you know it was i'd be interested to see if that's what happens well i mean hoiberg's hoiberg's offenses are known for being fast paced up and down the court quick and a lot of scoring, so, you know, you you can overcome size by by playing that way, and, you know, maybe playing against some of these larger European teams who, you know, also like international play, they like to spread the court out more. It's a lot more fundamentals. It's a lot less physical than the American game, so maybe, you know, maybe this will benefit the Husker team that way because, you know, they could probably push themselves a little bit more and have more of an open court than they do in the United States to kind of get a better idea of, of kind of how to play and how to play together. Does that make sense?
0: Yeah, I mean you could tell. You know, obviously, it's hard. to – You just, you know, I wish we could like, oh, hey, Coach Hoiberg, call him up and say, is this what you're trying to do, or is you know, or <laughs> Coach Sadler? Because, I mean, they're just letting it rain in the first begin in the the beginning of the game, and to me that looks like one or two things. That looks like a team that guys who think that their role is to score and shoot three. I mean, I'm talking about, like, dribble through your legs, step back three. And I'm like, I don't think that's what he wants. I think he wants ball movement to an open three-point shooter. Uh, So it's either that or it's Hoiberg say, hey, guys, you all have the green light. (laughs) And if that's true, that's going to drive me nuts. And I, I wouldn't be surprised if it's the latter of those two. Yeah, and and that's just going to be something that Nebraska fans are going to have to get used to. I mean, I think it's even in our intro, our intro uh, to the podcast. It's, you know, we're going to be shooting threes all over the place, and that's what it was. I started tallying how many three-pointers we took compared to two-pointers, and then, you know, life happens, and my kids want baths and stuff like that, so I forgot, but, so I had to stop doing it, but they just let it go, and – as long as they're good shots, I, that's fine with me. But if it's a between-the-dribble contested three-pointer, that's not really my opinion. But hey, it's whatever Hoiberg wants. You know, that's what hopefully he gets.
1: I think that I think that's what Hoiberg going to want to want. I it's think gonna, that's what he's. I think that's what he's going to push this team for. It's going to be tough. I really do. <laughs> I mean, it's going to be the opposite. We're used to we're used to slow-paced, defensive-based teams. That shoot when they feel like they have the best opportunity, and we're gonna go to very little defense and running up the court like crazy and taking the first open you have, which might might bode well for them this year, especially considering how raw this team's gonna be.
0: Yeah, and if they can shoot at a high clip, then it's gonna make up a lot of deficiencies on the other end, which is my main concern. There's the defensive uh, rebounding, which you can which you don't need to be big to be a good defensive rebounding team. And, you know, it's kind of like gang rebounding um, on the offense. Uh, if we hit threes, then guess what? It's going to work, and we're going to be pretty good. And I think that's going to be – those are the two things. It's uh, you know, ability to defend on in the post and rebound and then shooting threes because there was a possession where it was five out, uh, and there was not a single Italian player in the middle of the lane like when the, when the italian player was on defense or the, the italian team was on defense and that i mean that says a lot because their lane the uh i guess the paint i think it's about two or three feet wider than normal that we're used to and they still huh. didn't have anyone in the lane yeah. and yeah Cavas came for a, a ball screen and he just popped back and everyone was around the three-point line no one was inside the three-point line, and that's NBA offense right there. And so, you know, that's what he's going to bring.
1: Yeah, no, I I think one of the one of the writers, I think the Journal Star or World Herald, one of the two, mentioned that basically this was Nebraska going up with what he described as a, a rec league team. So, you know, it, it's it's kind of hard. It's, to, it's it's still kind of hard to gauge against an opponent like this even though they oh, came yeah. out hard i think <laughs> weren't they ahead like 5 to 1 on nebraska at the beginning before yeah, nebraska think, got their yeah, stuff together they, and move forward yeah i think they were so, up there.
0: like i said i i couldn't see a, a scoreboard and so that, yeah
1: it's tough to see. yeah and i think i think the media is probably still trying to put everything together for the most part so
0: yeah and you know and all we can do is get what we can from this yeah and if it's a, you know if it's a rec league team you know it's, you know, then that, they actually look pretty good. I mean, compared to division one, you know, basketball players, you know, a team that we hope, you know, could be contending for an NCAA bid. I think that's, you know, I don't know if that's our expectation yet or not, but uh yeah. So yeah, it, it's hard. It's really hard to gauge what, or get anything out of it. It's almost like watching a spring game in football and And yeah yeah then you have yeah then you have your all-star someone who comes out of nowhere what they call it the spring game MVP or whatever whatever spring game all-star and then you don't hear from them again so it could have been like that but guess what that's all we got and i thank goodness we have that
1: because and luckily we have three more games we have three more games like i said earlier this Wednesday, August 6th. Hopefully, this podcast is published by then. And they will play at 1 p.m. They play again Thursday, August 7th at 11 a.m. And then they play their final game August 12th, uh, 12 p.m., all central time. So it's all during the day, so we can watch it if we don't have jobs or if we do have jobs, if we can get away with watching it. A lot of bathroom breaks, right? Take your phone in, something <laughs> like that. So, like, no.
0: Hey, hey, it's like, boss,
1: oh, my stomach hurts. I, I just. Yeah, just so you know, I and then I'm he gets concerned them. and then he gets concerned and just sends you home, so you just you know sit at home yep. staring at your phone for two hours. So, anyway, no, that was good. It was this is the first major, major uh, Nebraska Wall news that we've been waiting on for quite some time. It's August, so they're in Italy, and we're going to pay as much attention as we can to what comes out of this. So,
0: I was interested to see that the starting five was and then they had their numbers. I had to look up the numbers because I, you know, I. It's going to take us a while.
1: It's going to take a while.
0: Deshaun Burke, these are the starters. Deshaun Burke wore number 11. Uh, He is a transfer from Robert Morris.
1: Uh, He came in under Miles. Yes. He sat sat out last year. Yes. That's right, yeah.
0: Um, Hanif Cheatham, uh, he's the transfer from Marquette. He was also at Florida Gulf Coast. He wears number 22. Gervais Green, wears number 23. He's from the Western Nebraska Community College. Thor, number 34, started. Uh, I'm not. Who knows what that means? Uh, it, it, mean mean, it
1: means he has height. And, yes. And,
0: a, and somewhat of a wingspan. Yes. And then Matei Kavas, you know, from Seattle University, the three-point shooter, number 25. Uh, so I that's somewhat interesting, and it really doesn't mean anything. <laughs>
1: You know? No, they could switch it up for the next game. Yeah, it could be a could whole switch. other set of five. Yeah. But I think you know what, it wouldn't be surprised if this if, if there's some sort of a setup like this. You know, give or take one or two you know, I maybe mean, I had two or three players. Uh, you know, it's you know, it's it's not a bad setup considering we're still trying to figure out what's going on.
0: You no, know, and the players are too. Like Drave Green uh got taken out of the game early. he, he was he was supposed to stump a player. Uh, I think they called a foul on the defender, and Hoiberg was already taking him out. And Jervais Green showed his displeasure about being taken out. And Hoiberg, you know, from what I could tell, he called him out on it, saying, "You don't do that, probably." And that is an early sign of, you know, not sign. I should say it's just an indication that some we already know, which is these. It's a coaching staff with, coach, you know, with players, and they're trying to figure each other out. And, but I thought that was interesting to see uh, f- for whatever reason. Maybe other people don't. Uh, something else I thought was kind of funny was that there was kind of a uh, dive for a loose ball. Uh, Hoiberg was actually the one who's, who, was down, who was cleaning the sweat off with a uh, towel. And the official still inbound the ball as Hoiberg was cleaning the sweat off the floor. Uh, so I thought that was kind of funny. That kind of gives you when, into When in Rome. Yeah, so, it, oh, there you go. Very good. That's, that's good. I thought you it know. was stupid and cheesy, but thank you. <laughs> uh, I, I'm trying to think of anything else that'd be interesting. Oh, so this, this kid comes in the game. Uh, yeah, let's see what, I write his number down, I think he's number one. Anyways, I'm like, oh, who's this kid? He looks like he doesn't belong. And this is the first look. And it's Delano Banton. The guy that you know, some people talking about it. he might not be here because he might go to the NBA. He looks super awkward, but then I'm like, oh right, he's six eight and he's a point guard. And it took a little bit, but yeah, he I could t- oh, okay, I could see why people think he's gonna be pretty good. So he kinda a man bun. And I didn't know that. So that was kinda that threw me off a little bit. I'll have to fight my uh you know, my prejudice against man buns i guess unless you got a man bun i don't I don't think you do
1: no even even in my uh long hair heyday which only ended like 6 months ago <laughs> i didn't i did not do a man bun i put it up i put it up in a ponytail but i never bunned it out
0: well you know i my i have never my hair has has never gotten close cuz i my hair puffs up I, I try to grow it out and it puffs up almost like a froish oh.
1: My, mine is too yeah you, you you have thick hair problem like me right Mm-hmm. yeah yeah it's called product well no will get you some product man All yeah right, we'll get yeah. Some, yeah yeah dude start 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 growing your hair we'll get you some good product we'll we'll, we'll get that mane <laughs> under control and uh yeah we'll get you close to a man bun put it in there
0: oh my wife will be not happy but it would be funny
1: so you'll enjoy it so Anyway, I think that's about all we can do on, you know, we, we, what little turn, we could probably, we, eh, we've probably squeezed all the juice out of that little turnip that was given to us by Nebraska ball. And, you know, it's still summer, so we'll still keep doing our top five. And today's top five was brought to us by Nate McHugh. And it is our top five last meals. Nothing too different like last week's diehard rules, but. Nate, you're going to do a top five, like five to one, right? Yeah. I'm going to do a five to one, but mine's going to be out of order. Is that okay? (laughs) I don't Uh, think that's going to screw up anybody editing this, is it? Oh, I don't know. Well,
0: it is a professional this time, so.
1: We do have a professional, but he'll be good. He's good. Yes. This will probably be our best edited. Oh, no, I know for a fact this will be our best edited podcast. So, anyway, without further ado, Nate, you're. Why don't you give us your number five? Okay. And see, this is like a death
0: row meal, right? Is that yeah, death idea? row?
1: Just entree. We're not going to go in depth.
0: Yeah. Uh, my number five is a steak burrito from Chipotle. And I have to have, because um, like, we're not going to talk about sides, but I, I want a, uh, it could be a little small ball of sriracha. It's got to go. I need that. I just, my wife thinks I ate Chipotle way too much, which is probably true. And, uh, but that'd be not my number five. Oh, I love chipotle so much. <laughs> Good thing I don't live in Omaha or Lincoln, because then I would, uh, you know, that they, get even worse. I'd probably eat it five times a week. But that's my number five.
1: Nice, nice. Isn't uh, isn't Erin Sorensen? Isn't she like sponsored by Chipotle?
0: The Hill so, Varsity. The Hell
1: Varsity. Uh, ed, I think she's an editor, new media I, content, something like she's got some big, awesome title. With, with yeah, her. and I think she still writes too. But yeah, I think she's like the social
0: media uh, media editor. Yeah. I mean, she's she's I mean, if you want she's verified. I mean, she's a pretty big deal.
1: Oh, heck, yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like she's like sponsored by Chipotle, I think.
0: Yeah. Well, at one point Chipotle had her on their main Twitter account saying something like she was their number one fan or something like that. And so she, I know she, I think that might be her like profile picture, but not the profile picture, but like the,
1: whatever the background is, there, is, is, is your sponsorship by Chipotle of whatnot. So no, yeah. If you don't follow her, do she's a good, she's a good writer too. So, okay. So that's your number five, my number three last oh, meal.
0: Okay. Oh, one second. One second. This is going to drive me nuts. <laughs> I guess I...
1: Know. Okay, go ahead. Sorry. Number three. My number three is is Bojo's Pizza. Out Bojo's of, Pizza. It's a Colorado-based pizza chain. Oh, geez. I went to school in Colorado, not at the University of Colorado. University of Northern Colorado. But it's, uh, it, it's one of my favorite... It, it is my favorite pizza. It's great. Get the mountain pie. Uh, get everything on there. It's got... You got to have wheat crust. And the reason, and the best part about the wheat crust is that at the end, when you're done eating the pizza and the crust is there, they have honey on the tables for you to drizzle on it, and it's so good, dude! It's 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 the It's the best pizza! It's my favorite. So, yeah, number three, Bojo's Pizza.
0: Okay, speaking of honey, this is a gift I'm gonna give to our listeners. I heard this on a podcast three or four years ago, and I don't remember. It was Brian Callen who, who actually said it, but I don't remember which podcast he was on. Ever said he's? This is what he said: If you feel a cold coming on, like you get the sniffles, your throat starts hurting. This is what he does: He gets warm water or like hot water, uh, puts salt in it, you know, mixes it up, gargles it, you know, the probably the whole glass. You spit it out, you know, and then you get a glass of hot water again. Fill it—not fill, but put—I don't know—tablespoon or so of honey, and then uh, lime, uh, lemon juice. Mix it up. It kind of tastes a little bit like a like kind of like lemonade, and you drink it. Okay. I ever since I started doing that, I haven't—I think I've had one cold in four years, and I would usually get two or three a year. You know, what I'm talking about the when the weather changes. Every time now, I feel it coming on. I said, this is what I do, and it works. So, cool, cool story, bro. Yeah, hey, <laughs> you know, l- let us know. You know, if it works, uh, it works for me, and Bold maybe season's it's,
1: right around the corner.
0: You know, maybe it's a placebo effect. I'll take it. That's okay. It works. Um, it works.
1: So you're yep. number four.
0: Yeah. Um, amigos. Okay. This is I have I have a a beef with amigos. They have taken all of my favorite foods away. Like, for the past, like, 15 years, uh, they used to have, uh, oh, and I'm not, anyways, the most recent one was their Southwest Chicken Quesadilla. It was so good. And whatever. And I even contacted them and said, hey, you guys need to bring it back. And they said, oh, but we have our Southwest Chicken Quesadilla Burrito. I'm like, no, that's not the same thing. It's not even close. And uh, taquitos are what they used to have when I was in college. They have, you know, these beef uh, burrito, fried burrito things, whatever they're called. They're not the same thing. So, and are all of
1: these your number four?
0: No, I would like them to be, but I figure we just stick with one. My number, yeah, okay. My only number four is the Amigos Southwest Chicken Quesadilla.
1: Nice. I don't think I've ever had it. Well, you can't. So, because they got, they got rid of it. But go oh, ahead. Well. Yeah. Okay, my number five. Is raw oysters just raw oysters? Nothing in particular. It doesn't need to be from a certain region. Just give me, give me a little Tabasco, some horseradish, ton of raw oysters. I'll be happy. Okay, do you chew oysters or do you just let them go down your throat? Chew. I chew. Do you, okay. Is that what you're supposed to do? I don't know. Oh, I know I some don't. people. I know some people put them down their throat, but I mean, I don't know. I I like I like the taste of oysters. I like crunching the. The salt, you know, or the uh, yeah, the sand, uh, a lot of times, and you know, mixed in there from, you know, the ocean. Uh, yeah. yeah, no, I chew them. Yeah, I'm trying to think where I was the last time
0: I was at an oyster bar, but it was like right in the ocean, and I'm like, you know, I should really try those. <laughs> I never have, and I'm like, this would be the time to do it. Go and to I, Shucks in Omaha. They, they they do a good job. Okay, well, okay. Um, my number three is just a plate of fettuccine alfredo uh with fresh pasta. My wife makes fresh pasta now cuz she learned how and ooh, that's tough. Yeah, it's 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 a lot of um, you know, Time failing. Yeah, it's failing and then it's learning and um she does a pretty good job with that, but a big plate of uh, fettuccine alfredo has to be and, and is not out of a can or or out of a you know, a glass container because it, it's uh, that stuff's awful, but just the, you know, the, the cheese, the butter and cream, if you want to do that and just do it homemade, it's so much better, but that's my number three.
1: Nice. Very nice. My number two is just a simple gyro. And yes, I pronounce it gyro. Maybe, sp- side, maybe side a hummus with it, but you know, just simple gyro, simple Greek gyro.
0: Is not how you're supposed to pronounce it?
1: I've heard... It I've heard gyro, 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 gyro.
0: <laughs> I think euro is how... That's my understanding, but...
1: That's... Yeah, I always try to pronounce it that way. I think... You, you know King Kong euro. Yes. You know what I'm talking about? There's a commercial. I think the owner, like, tries to correct people throughout it, and I think he pronounces oh, it. Oh, yes, yes, And I don't think he pronounces it euro but i could be wrong it could just it's be not, the act. i don't not, know it's euro or something like that yeah, yeah yeah no it's uh i can't remember but yeah we should youtube it later <laughs> we'll, 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 th- we'll, we'll, we'll throw we'll throw we'll i'll find it and throw it up on um on the Coronation article that it, that is attached to this podcast <laughs>
0: <laughs> we're like why are you attaching the commercial to a I?
1: you have to listen to the podcast to understand yeah. it i know it's or or I do or, or do what I did last week and throw the Bartles and James one on there to thank everybody and just have no relationship to it. I saw that. I saw that.
0: Uh, you know, amigo, not amigo. Sorry, Arby's makes it actually a decent euro, and then uh, nice, yeah. Uh, let's see, uh, like Alibaba's downtown Lincoln. And, and Alibaba's is, is
1: a good one. Yes. Yeah,
0: and I had a really good one when I was in Ireland. Uh, nice.
1: Yeah, so, yeah,
0: yours are good. I think,
1: I think my favorite in, in Nebraska is Fetas in Omaha. They do a really good job. I have not had that one, but I would definitely try it. That's, that's good. Yeah. All right, what's your number? I've given you my number two. What's your number two?
0: And this is going to make me sound like a child, and that's okay. But I would want a big bowl of craft macaroni and cheese out of the box. Yum, yum. <laughs> I try I try homemade mac and cheese. I've tried i um, probably 15 times. Nothing beats craft macaroni and cheese. It's it's so good. And I know does I know that if someone didn't grow up with it, they'd be like, oh, "What is this?" But it's just I grew up with it and you know just I wouldn't go away from
1: that. Do you put any seasoning on it?
0: Nope, I never have. Uh I'm not against it. Uh mm-hmm. but I just
1: it's yeah, it's, it's no. good. Makes sense. Now, mac and cheese, shells and cheese at all? No, I don't like, no. I I would do... uh, Old school, powdery, but mac and cheese. Yeah. Uh,
0: I recently found a slow cooker mac and cheese that is decent, but it's not, you know, that'd be for like a family get-together for my kids. But if it's just for me, then I'm going to do the craft.
1: Nice. All right. Well, my number 1 is a hamburger from the Newman Grove the Newman Grove City Cafe. We got this nice little cafe here in Newman Grove. They've got a great media presence online and they do a great hamburger. So yeah, my number 1 would be a hamburger from the Newman Grove City Cafe. Do you still have a number 5 left or a <laughs> 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 or something? Are you like I, I threw you off, didn't I? Yeah, I'm like, what what? Oh man, I this is fun for me, man. This is fun for me. <laughs> What's your number uh, one? What's your number okay. one?
0: Okay, well, I guess if you're gonna give a shout out to a local establishment, I'm gonna give one. But then I'll move on to my number one. The uh round the bend. Uh their chicken, their fried chicken salad is
1: No, you can't say fried <sighs> no.
0: No, no. There's only one meal you can shout out from the round the bend. Well okay then I'll do this. A ribeye. I want and their, their whole thing is
1: no, no. Oh no, 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 no. Yeah. No, no. Yeah. They're no. known for one thing. That's what you got to pump <laughs> the, yeah, the, the testicles. They an, yeah. They uh, have, they have an entire festival based on it. Yes.
0: And I'm a f- friends with the owner. <laughs>
1: uh,
0: I do not get the testicles. I've had them before and they're like, eh, okay. You know, and if people want to buy them while we're eating there and say, Hey, do you want any more? Sure. But no, I'm not going to pay for them. But my real number 1 though is a ribeye and I want to cook it. So uh smart move. That, yeah, so I think I've never had a steak at a restaurant better than what I can cook at home for and most of the the issue is I can do it for like, you know, half the cost. So exactly. Or, there you go. Yeah, so that's my number 1.
1: Nice. My number 4 <laughs> is simple scrambled eggs. Made by me, of course. Uh, I love eggs. Probably m- one of my favorite meals. Just period. And I just want simple scrambled eggs. Maybe a little salt and pepper. Maybe a little hot sauce on it. Kind of see what I'm feeling at the moment. But yeah, my number four and final one for this countdown. Scrambled eggs.
0: <laughs> like I was like, was there a number three? Uh, did we do number three? I don't remember, but good.
1: <laughs> I, my number three was the first one I did. Okay, I thought he's chart. Okay, that's. I thought, yeah, whatever. Yeah, I have an order. It's right in front of me because I put it together before the podcast. But uh, yeah, I'm. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna run it down as I did it. You have to re-listen to the podcast to figure it out. Well,
0: uh, speaking of hot sauce, because we talked about doing a top five before, I have bought four new different hot hot sauces last week, and so I um. We're doing top five hot sauces next week then. Okay. All right. One of All them right. is it's one decision. of them. My, my wife isn't, isn't really in the hot sauce thing. She liked it so much that she took it with us on our trip. Aww. We talked talk about that then, but that's a lot. Uh, yes. Oh, I, I'm, I'm pulling
1: her to the dark side, the hot sauce, dark side. Very nice. My wife still doesn't touch the stuff. So I got time. We're young. <laughs> Oh, uh, Nate, that's all I got.
0: Yeah, I think that's uh, another
1: good one in the books.
0: Thank goodness for basketball. That's all I got to say.
1: Yeah, thank goodness for basketball. And um, yeah, listen to the rest of our uh, podcast on the Coronation Radio Network. You got five heart podcasts to hit cover football. They got a good volleyball one this last week. I haven't listened to it yet, but we got a new volleyball writer on board, and I'm sure she's doing a good job. Yeah, it seems like she knows her what articles she's talking are about. Yeah, her yes. articles are really good. I think Her name's Beth. Yes. Her articles are really good, so I, I'm I'm imagining that the podcast went well. And what's the name of John's John's the post post life crisis? crisis. Yes, Which is a pretty good I, one. I, yeah, I've listened to the last couple. The journalism one's really good. I'm almost done with. And he interviewed a former uh, Bucky's fifth quarter uh, Wisconsin blog on SB Nation. Uh, one of their writers uh, about just kind of Wisconsin fandom and stuff like that. And it was good. It was good. I recommend everybody listen to all of them. So, yeah. The one he posted today was uh, Faux Pliny. So, uh,
0: the that fake book. Yeah, I'm sure that'd be, I have yet to l-
1: listen to it, but I'm sure it's good. Yeah. So, listen to all of us and we'll talk to you next week. Bye.